What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe. And make sure you guys follow our socials uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, everything down below. And uh, audio listeners, make sure you guys download the podcast, give it a five star rating on whatever platform you guys use. And then, you know, come over to the YouTube and hit the subscribe button. And on the flip side, YouTube go down other way as well. Then listen to wherever you guys want to listen to this. But a couple of housekeeping items before we get into it. Housekeeping. That's I think what they use. That's what. The, that's what I the think phrase. that's what the podcasters use. Um, we got three new videos out this week that are bangers. I'm guaranteeing you that it's a banger videos. Uh, first one just an NFL midseason tier list. All right, because weekly we always been doing um, rankings. You know, we always talk about NFL weekly no matter what. So our midseason. Uh, ranking is out that was out on Saturday so make sure you guys check that out uh, two guest videos oh one on Friday one on Sunday Friday Peter Galindo uh, brought him back first two time he's a two time he's a two time a two time <laughs> guest uh, talked about kind of soccer U17s which we'll get into slightly later on and um, Blake Murphy oh no I'm gonna finish the Peter part oh. and like <laughs> European soccer and his you know, take on the officiating and how bad it's been. All <laughs> but right. Blake Murphy, go ahead. Blake Murphy, NBA, MLB, more specifically the Blue Jays. And um, NBA, we cover a lot of stuff. Lakers, Raptors, and uh, the and league as a whole. League as a whole, end season tournament, Draymond, all that stuff, you know, so. Uh, he's from Sportsnet, so make sure you guys check uh, uh, Blake's stuff out. He's on the Raptor show with Will Lou. They did a podcast. They're sorry, on their show, they had Adam Silver on, which was a banger. Uh, listen, so make sure you guys check that out. And Peter from One Soccer, also uh, Sportsnet, so make sure you guys check his workout. Um, yeah, uh, last thing we mentioned tier list this weekend MLB f- season finale, everything tier list should be out on Saturday, if not Sunday, most likely. Uh, you know, can't control the tech issues and the wind storms we may have, but and the power outages, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, and without further ado, let's just get right into this NFL season. Let's start off with Thursday Night Football. Thursday Night Football. It was a big one up until Joe Burrow got injured. Yeah. Like, that's, that was the... What's the word? I can't... I, I can't the controversy? Remember. No, not controversy. Because oh. there's no controversy. There is controversy. What? But Joe Burrow, like, injury, though. There's not controversy. It's an investigation. Oh, okay. We'll get to that yeah. part in a second. Yeah. I'm talking about the... Actor, it was a letdown, I guess. It was like, Oh, yeah. It, 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 like, I guess it was a slight letdown because of the injury. The controversy is... Well, I guess well, since you mentioned it, is that they didn't report his injury on the injury report, and they're strict with it. I didn't know they were this strict they with it. They are strict with it, yeah. And um, even if he was questionable or whatever... Because they saw him with a hand brace, I think it was, on Wednesday. It's called a splint. Something, right? And it wasn't reported, and then clearly he got hurt pretty quick uh, within the first half, right? And uh, so they're obviously going to invest. Now he's out for the year. Torn ligament in his wrist. And uh, the suspend, sorry, the consequences could be either they get fined or they lose a pick. And now a different sport, but we saw what happened with the NHL. Picks in the NFL. Picks in the uh, NFL. Miami last year, I think it was for more. Yeah. I don't know what it was for. I think but it was tampering or whatever. But yeah, picks in the NFL are different. They're a different beast because uh, you could just rebuild the NFL team in one year. So if you, if you hit on the picks and hit on a couple of free agents, you're back to contendership. Yeah. So sticking with with the Bengals now, I did make a. I didn't really say it public. No, I just said it publicly, but I didn't specify it as much as I had my hot take with the Giants being better than the Cowboys. But I did say that I will not be surprised if Zach. Taylor gets fired. I didn't like disclose that he would get fired, 
But he won't, I won't be surprised if he gets fired if they lose a draft. He's not. No, because if they lose, well, if they lose it, oh yeah, that reason, yes, that part of the reason. But performance issues, yeah, yeah. he's not. Performance, yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I don't think he will. Um, I still will. I will still be. I'll be surprised. I won't be as surprised like, if, if he does. If he survives the the investigation part, I'll be surprised if he gets fired. But yeah, that, if he gets fired because of the investigation and all that stuff, then yeah, I totally I, understand. Yeah, yeah, because like that one is like, okay, well, you messed up our pick. Um, you yeah. also didn't get the job done again earlier in the year. And you deserve to be fired at that point, right? But yeah, you're, to your point, I will still not be as surprised as you would be because I still did come out and say he would get fired, potentially get fired, and stuff like that. But going back to the game, um, yeah, so Joe Burrow gets hurt. Jake Browning, right? Jake, Jake Browning, Browning is their is quarterback their to finish off the season now. And uh, that part sucks because it wasn't like they built a cushion in the playoffs. Yeah, they're 5-5. Five and five. Yeah, They're looking like they're going to be outside. Looking in. I'm um, not even looking in. I'm just saying outside. Oh, so they're outside. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> talk about the playoff picture as a whole near the end. But yeah, let's get back into the game. We'll talk a little bit of the Ravens here. No, but before you go to the Ravens, let's finish off the Bengals completely here for a second. All right. Yeah. Should they go out and get like a free agent QB that could be available? A la I don't think Carson Wentz to the Rams type thing. It's not gonna. And nothing's gonna happen. They, like, it's is, not gonna work. Who is a guy available though? No like, one. Right no, no, now, no, no. I'm just saying in general. Like, like the only person that I could think could give him a chance if Tannehill gets released and then he get they sign him. Yeah. Other than that, there's no one to give him a chance. No one's going to make him, you know, push him over the top. Okay, so let's go to the Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. Uh, bounce back performance. Lamar, clean game, no interceptions. Looked looked uh, injured for a bit too. Yeah, he, he did get hurt blue, in the first half. He was slightly. in the blue tent as well, but came back, finished off the game. But their injury blow is Mark Andrews. Yeah, for the year. I think something serious injury to his ankle. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're looking at the Ravens' performance in the game, good game, good game by Lamar. OBJ good game. had a great OBJ game. finally, you know, really showed out. Um, I think Nelson Aguilar got a touchdown as well. He did not drop him like the fireman. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, it was like a good, solid Ravens victory, good defense, good everything. So, it's like they showed why they're, you know, the contenders that we think they are. But it's kind of hard and difficult to do that without Mark Andrews. Yeah, um... Okay, with the Bengals now being out of the pictures, picture and the uh, did the Deshaun? Did we talk about Deshaun Watson's injury already? No. Or did that happen after? Mm, I don't. I don't remember. Because Deshaun Watson got is now out for the. I think year. that was Tuesday, right? So, so we did probably talk. I about think it. we did mention. Okay, it, so yeah. we talked about it, but I'm saying like, I was gonna say the Ravens are probably a lock to win the division, but at the same time, I'm like that Cleveland defense and DTR had a great game today, which we'll slightly get into later on. But uh, the rookie got his first win, obviously. Uh, but it wasn't like an offensive showdown game, right? Between still against Pittsburgh. Yeah. So let's talk about the division right now, because no not, offense. Yeah, it was like <laughs> Fire Matt Canada was trending again. Not surprising. Peter Glindo, obviously a big um, Steelers fan. We were talking to him off camera about this, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like Kenny Pickett's a good placeholder till we draft another QB or find a, you know, maybe trade for a Kyler Murray, for example, if they do get and rid of him." This is where the issue comes in with Mike Tomlin. Yeah. He's always 500, so they're never going to get a good pick to get that top guy. Yeah, to really unless they trade up or something. Unless they trade up, yeah. But like I said, they could maybe trade for a Kyler if Arizona takes that route of drafting a QB, right? Or whoever else could be that. But no, we're staying with the division. Um, is Ravens a lock for you? Or do you think, because uh, the, now the uh, the offensive... Bl- uh, the uh, offensive... Uh, sorry, lack of offense of Pittsburgh and now Cleveland will be like... It's a lock, or it's like, you know what? Their defenses are so elite that I won't be surprised. Because at the same time, the Ravens' defense is elite, too. It's a lock. 
It's a lot right? for sure. Um, yes, they may have struggled against Pittsburgh. Yeah. But against Cleveland Browns, you dropped 31. The first time, yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, sorry. The, the second yeah, time. The Even second time, lost, too, too. But the first time they beat, um, they destroyed. Yeah, they destroyed them. Like, yeah. like, they could play against good defenses. Yeah. Right? The issue was, uh, obviously, Lamar had a they, key, they have a key, key interception. One bad play kind of cost They the have game. a bad habit of letting teams back into the game. Type of thing, yeah. Like, against divisional matchups, especially. That was perfect. Like, uh, like if they could do it against the Browns defense, I'm confident they could do it against that Steelers defense. But at the end of the day, division games, you know, Steelers been finding a way of doing it. And uh, you never know what happens there. But, yeah, for me, Ravens are a lock. And uh, nobody's touching them in that division. And they're officially a contender for you for the Super Bowl now, based on what you've seen. Yeah, so they are. Because, they are. like, you know, everybody says, as long Lamar, as they're oh, i got to see Lamar in the playoffs again. As long as they're healthy, that. yeah. Um, uh, Obviously, Lamar in the playoffs is still a question mark. you got to still see it. But, like, uh, if you're looking at him right now, if he's playing, like, how he is, um, I have no doubts that he will perform in the playoffs. Uh, okay, let's talk about the playoff picture um, now because there's no point to talk about individual. We'll talk no about no game really stood out for me. Talk about a couple games here. Bills bounced or back. Should we talk about the Sunday night football game as well? Yeah, okay. we'll talk, mention that. But Bills, like, quick, yeah, quick, let's do a quick rundown. Sure. Bills rundown. bounce back. You know, obviously, kind of expected them to do it because they always do. But it's the yeah. it's the next game that's the issue. Yeah. So what are they going to do? I mean, the, the Jets game? finally bench has a big story because that the Jets finally benched Zach Wilson. Um, obviously he went seven for fifteen, eighty-one yards. But again, like he got sacked five times. Now I don't know how much of it's on him. You know, is Air, like, let's just say Aaron Rodgers gets medically cleared. I don't think he will. I think it's too late. But it's not even just too late. It's just like you want to risk him on on that O line, anyways. Yeah. So like, I think they're done. Um. So yeah. yeah, they're four and six now. Like it's a little, it's a it's a mountain to climb, especially with the AFC. It's not the yeah. NFC. Right. Dude, when we saw the comp comp of the Com- AFC in the hunt and then the NFC, like the in the NFC, hunt. NFC playoff pictures already set, except for the division, except of the for AFC, the NFC, NFC South. South. Yeah, That's it. like genuinely. But yeah, um, another game uh, quickly. Let's just go to the Sunday Night Football. No, there's probably one more. The Chargers. They're looking like they're gonna be blowing it again because they lost to the Packers and now they're four and six. Yeah, um, uh, that's pretty surprising. Quentin Johnson with a massive drop. That's a pretty surprising I think, uh, record. Yeah. Justin Herbert had a good game today, so it's like I, can't uh, I mean, I don't. Okay, let's talk. He's about had a this. good game, but uh, has he been good enough? Because well, the, today is game. I'm speaking yeah. specifically. But my question to you is this: Now, let's just get that the big picture out of the way. We already saw Josh Daniels get fired. He's fired. Season. I already know what you're gonna ask. No, I mean, I'm not even saying off season. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying should he? I'm not even saying he. I know. I agree with you. He's getting fired in the off season. Should he get fired tomorrow? No, he's not getting fired tomorrow. But should he? He should he, yeah, he should. I'm, in my opinion, if I'm the Chargers right now, and then I'll get to Washington in a second, if I'm the Chargers, I'm firing Staley tomorrow, give Kellen Moore the keys to get, see how what he could do as a head coach, promote one of your defensive guys to a def- DC, or or DC is already there, so make, yeah. make him call plays, because he was asked today, are you going to still be calling plays on defense? And I don't know what he, I think I got pissed off. I didn't even bother listening to it, because I know he's going to be like, yeah, clearly it's not working, right? For me, Chargers fire their coach, Go promote Kellen Moore or your DC as your uh, head coach. I would say Kellen Moore just to see because he was getting head coaching interviews, I believe, last couple of years, and see what you have in that. I won't be surprised if the Chargers, if that's the case, Chargers bounce back and make the playoffs. Yeah, to add your point, if you really want to change something, you do this without, now because you can't really add trade deadlines. No, no, no addition is gonna make you like a god tier, right? There's yeah. no good free agent. No currently. one's gonna get released, really. No one's gonna get released, right? So. This is the only thing you could do they right now. They need to do it now. They're and four and six. They're four and six. They need to do it now. And then I think you got to get to the AFC looking right. Like you, you got to get to 11. 
Ten's not even safe. Yeah, so that division's already a lock, right? You have you're fighting with literally everybody in your division now. What that division was, which was supposed to be your last place in your division. Like they're they're also the AFC East. They're last place in your division. Yeah, so they need to. It's not like they need to. uh, You said they aren't gonna. But you're agreeing with that they should. They should. Yeah. yeah. If they like want to, they need to fire him. No, now. go get Jeff Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a little too extreme. Like Philip Rivers, I guess. Go get Philip Rivers. No, uh, but no. Genuinely, fire Staley. Promote Kellen Moore. Give and someone else OC calls, or uh, OC duties, and uh, get your DC to call defensive plays. Right. We need to see a change. You can't let Justin Herbert. I know I get it a little bit on him as well. Don't get me wrong. I don't know how much of Kellen Moore's. Uh, play calling is an issue with this, and obviously Mike Williams being injured doesn't help. But you still have you brought up Quentin Johnson for a reason. Keenan Allen has been balling, bro. Yeah, he's balling. You yeah. can't waste this year because there's legitimately a chance still, right? There is. I yeah. don't know. What, we're not gonna look at the schedule too much, but yeah, there's my that. It's but slim. on the flip side, let's go to Washington. Ron Rivera needs to get fired tomorrow. Ron Rivera, you could throw in Frank Reich. Yeah, but Frank Reich, I'm just not gonna do it just because rookie quarterback type thing, you know. But still, one he but for his record should get him fired. In mid, oh yeah, he weeks. should. Yeah, Frank Reich will get fired before the year if he doesn't win another game. Yeah, like by week fourteen, if he still one win, he's getting fired. Yeah, there's no debate about that. Okay, I heard this thing where like uh, Frank Reich saying like you know sometimes management ownership gets involved, and then like Pepper uh, does to be huh? honest with you. Yeah, and, and he then, faced that with Ursay, but then Ursay wasn't much until the last. Yeah, year. yeah, but the thing is like they got involved, like they they were involved from the whole process. Yeah. To the point that, like, I think they wanted CJ Stroud. Like, I heard. Yeah, like, I heard the rumors. The Josh McCowan, the, yeah. Canucks, the Canucks are Talk. crumbling right now, <laughs> yeah. like they are in real life. But Josh McCowan said to um, uh, CJ Stroud in his workout that, like, yo, I want to see you in Charlotte. There, and Frank Reich looked like yeah. that when he during his workout too. Was like he was like hugging him, and I think Tepper then, wanted Bryce Young exactly, and he got Bryce Young. Now you screwed the Colts over because uh, we'll get to CJ Stroud in a second. But yeah, um, Frank Reich's gone. If it, for sure by the end of the year, but I would be, I won't be surprised if he gets fired with, excuse me, one win, um, in like a couple of weeks. Yeah, so. Ron Rivera though, you're wasting Sam Howell right now. I don't know what happened. How would you? Sam Howell struggle himself too. True, but how how are you losing to the Giants? Exactly. Like with Tommy DeVito, right? You can't. You, can, you that can't. can't that happen. can't happen to you. And yeah, but that, that's it. Like those three coaches could get fired within tomorrow, and I will not be surprised. And it probably should be the case at this point. Yeah. Frank Reich, I'll give him a little bit of leniency, but even then, one win for that. Because they have no, like, they have nothing to play for. That's why. Yeah. Right? But the other, two, the other two, they could make a push. And the only way they can Chargers make a push. Chargers especially. Yeah. So. Honestly, uh, even the, even the okay, commanders, so, so, just because, like, everyone's, they're technically two games behind. Sticking with the coaches, though, before we get off the coaches topic. Bell Belichick, obviously he ain't getting fired, so he might step down or he might, they might ask for a release or whatever the case may be or trade his ass. So it's a fire. Basically, or the trade is it's, it's a it's a it's nice way. It's a mutual way. agreement because they're not gonna yeah. they're not they're gonna let Bill Bill the Bill decide what he wants to do, right? Because I don't think it will be a fire in that case. It's a nice way of fire, <laughs> but um, the polite way. True. The reports are Chargers are a favorite because I think Dan Orlovsky said there's a team that could go after him, and this uh, I was about to say the Redskins, um, Commanders, Commanders. Um, one, where would you like to see him fit? Two, do you think Belichick going to the Chargers, especially because they're more of a contender than? Uh, I'm not saying they are contenders. I'm saying they're more road to contendership. They're the, kind of there um, compared to the uh, commanders. Do you think he will fit the Chargers as well? Yeah, I think he can. Um, because offensively, I'm still like confident in the personnel they have. Yeah. Whereas like if you have a defensive coach... He could fix that. He could fix that, right? And then uh, 
It just depends on if he doesn't if he brings his guys in like Josh McDaniels. Then sure, I'll I'll agree with that. Uh, it depends on how stubborn he gets with the, like how last year. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, yeah, and then the Commanders. I guess they're saying that he could be a favorite there. We'll see how that goes. I think that's. Uh, I think that should be Eric Bieniemy's team, in my personal opinion. It depends, right? Like depends on because it's new ownership that came in. I don't know if this ownership is the one that hired Bieniemy. Bieniemy. That's the other thing. Matt is Magic Johnson's group, right? And yeah. Whoever yeah. else, but um, okay, let's go run quick other rundown then. CJ Stroud finally looked well. First half he looked amazing, but then kind of went human. Second half, like he played like a rookie essentially in the second. Yeah, half. um, it was still good enough for a win at least at the end of the day. Yeah, but Three yeah, picks. it was. He came back to under a little bit. He yeah. came back. He came back down to earth a little bit. You know, now he has four picks in his last two games. Um, but yeah, d- more than doubled it this time. <laughs> yeah, in exactly. One game. Davis Mills got a throw for one, two yards, one throw, <laughs> one yeah. for one. But you know they beat they beat who they're supposed to beat, which was the Arizona Cardinals, right? And now they're six and fourteen. Hey, Arizona made me almost look right though. Yeah, it was a close game. They were close, but at the end of the day, if uh, Stroud doesn't throw those picks, like they were in control the whole game. Yeah. At the end of the day. Um. All right, Chicago Bears. Is Flus gone at the end of the year? This difference because the choke job, especially with the defensive coach against Detroit. Detroit now is proving that like they'll win games they shouldn't have win. They're that team now where sometimes they're a good you need team. That. They're there. I mean, Jared got through three picks, right? Like, how do you win that game? Yeah, you you don't win those games, and uh, they found a way. Obviously, I don't know how much is the Bears being bad, or the Lions being you know the comeback kids. Yeah. Um, upset of the day probably Rams Seahawks I don't know was there any upset yeah that'll be considered with Cooper Cup going out um, uh, Seahawks did get in the position Gino did well enough to get into field goal range and uh, Jason Myers missed two kicks in a row because the first one was a doink but it was timeout yeah uh, and then the second one he hit wide right I believe Stafford came back obviously Stafford played. yeah Stafford coming back was also um, a major but Gino, speaking of Gino, he might not be ready for Thursday night football. Yeah, because he's injured. Drew Locke came in, went two for six, three yards. The, but the triple header Thursday night football, by yeah, the way. Yeah, American Thanksgiving. Um, happy early American Thanksgiving to all the American viewers. Um, I think we could have said this on Wednesday as well, but I'm pretty sure you guys will be all watching football on Thursday yeah. when we release this. But uh, no, because uh, Seahawks are six and four. They're not. But it's like a weird six and four. Like they don't feel six and four to me. Yeah, I guess more because of recent games, but yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. And the last one, the Sunday night football game, Josh Dobbs magic ran out. It ran out, yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, the I'm, I gotta give it to the Broncos, right? They're finding a way to win games. Five and five now. They're five and five. They're back in the mix, right? Starting off, I think this is what I expected from them. Now I believe zero and three they started off. Yeah, right, and. uh Russell Wilson's not playing. I'm not saying he's MVP, but he's playing he's, like he's playing. He's improved player than last year for sure. Yeah. Right? Like Sean Payton did help a little bit. It just uh, things just went wrong for them at the wrong time many times this season, but now it's not happening like that anymore, and they're finding a way to win games. Cortland right? Sutton. It's not clean. Yeah, Cortland Sutton's been amazing these last few weeks, but yeah, it's not clean wins. But like at the end of the day. You got to scrap and claw to find a way to get them, and they're they are doing that. They did it against the Bills, they did it against the Minnesota Vikings, and uh, we'll see what they do against next week. I forgot who they're playing. The Broncos. Broncos, yeah. Uh, they're playing. Why am I going to standings right now? Uh, 
I don't think they have a bye week, right? No, oh, no. Did the Cleveland. Bye. That's a big game. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's Got all big the game. defense there in a way. That is yeah. a big game. Like I could, like I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos win that game because their offense is kind of getting there now. Kind of. I'm not saying it's like fully but there. It's kind of difficult to move that. They're not. They're not finishing off like as a touchdown. They're getting field goals. Like what? It's five field goals today. Four field goals. Five field goals. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I mean Cleveland Browns' defense is hard to move the ball around, uh, but. It's going to be a tough one. I think Cleveland will edge that one out just because they'll come back down to a little bit. Uh, they're due for a loss. Like I said, for Pittsburgh, they're due for a loss. But, yeah, the Cleveland defense is too good. I don't think they're going to be able to move it too much. All that. right. Let's get into the, before we get to Monday Night Football, big Monday Night Football game. Big one, yeah. Um, One news, you mentioned it earlier, Tannehill asked to be released. I don't know if it's an official source, but that's what I saw. Um, to that point, maybe the Browns, or sorry, or yeah, maybe the Browns, but also the Bengals could pick him up. But we'll see how that goes. Um, let's get to the playoff picture though. Very early, we're at the stage now in the hunt, and uh, our squad Indy is in this, uh, in the mix, which is kind of surprising to see. Obviously, the Texans being the biggest surprise are in a playoff spot. So currently, division leaders are Miami seven and three, Ravens eight and three. So they're and then uh, Jags seven and three, Chiefs seven and two. All of them actually, are locks. They're all locks. Houston, Jacksonville, it depends on what happens with that. That's next week. Yeah, so we'll, that that will determine if that that's will determine, a lock. Yeah. So I won't say that one. I won't say that one's but a lock. But the other, they're looking like a the door is the door is not shut. But yeah. It's like a but you slightly, you want to say it's a lock because the it's door is slightly open. But you want to say it's a lock because it's but the other three Dolphins should be a lock division winners. KC because that division is brutal. Yeah. And the uh, Ravens should edge it out too. Okay, and then on the NFC side, Philadelphia. Uh, depends on what the, how their second game with the Cowboys go, but there should be a lock f- to win the division. There Detroit now should be a lock. Lock after today's well, Vikings loss. Yeah. Um, Saints are wide open. Wide open. <laughs> and uh, Niners should be a lock, even though they're like a game lock. They're a game ahead, but there we'll, should be a we'll lock. We'll find out on a Thursday. Yeah. Um. So the wild card in right now. Get the, cur- get the NFC out of the way, just because. Okay, it, sure. They already look like it's already done. Wild card number one, seven and three Cowboys. Number two, the six and four Seahawks, and number three are the six and five Vikings. The wild card's already locked. So that six and five Vikings, that Vikings loss might be hurt. Key, yeah. That's the only one that'll hurt them. But everyone else, look outside looking in, is two games behind. Okay, so Green already, Bay, yeah. So I'm gonna name everyone. I'm naming some teams. Green Bay Packers, you're not gonna give them anything. Like this, base it on the six and five Vikings here. They're, they've, been, they've been on a good run lately. Yeah, two games in a row. They still got two games against the Vikings. Okay, so that'll be big games there for them. So that will determine that. That will determine that. Yeah. Okay, Rams at but four they and have six. to win both. Rams with four and six with a healthy Stafford or not healthy, like a playing Stafford. I a guess. playing Stafford and playing Cup. Um, would you be surprised if they overtake and take third? No. Rams, I'll give, I'll give Rams a chance. Okay. Atlanta Falcons at 4-6, and six, not including division. That's division. That's just division? That's Tampa, division. division as well? That's division. Washington at 4-7, and seven, out? They're out. They're uh, and then the rest are Don't down. even say about down. anything else. <laughs> okay, so you're saying the only teams that have a fighting chance for you outside of the NFC South divisional teams are the Packers, Packers and the Rams, and that's it. Yeah. And the Packers depends on how they do against the Vikings. Because Packers play the Vikings twice, so like that kind of gives them a little bit of benefit there. Yeah. Um. Okay, AFC is the biggest one. So right now it's a seven and three Browns at the first wild card spot. Uh, Houston Texans are six and four with the Pittsburgh Steelers are six and four. Bills outside looking in at six and five. Colts five and five hold the second. Uh, Denver five and five. Cincy five and five. Uh, five and six Raiders four and six Jets and Chargers. And then I'm not even gonna say Titans and Patriots at this All point. Right. I'm not even. I'm not gonna consider Jets and Chargers because it's such a big hill to compl- climb. Jets are out for sure. Chargers. 
Chargers, I could see again if they fired the coach. They I could find, see him. They find a way to charge it up. So, but I'll give my chance. I'll give yeah. Chargers a a low chance. Bengals? Jets are done for me. Huh? Bengals are going to be done for me. Raiders. Raiders are going to be done for me too. You're no more supporting your boy Aiden O'Connell. I love Aiden O'Connell, but I think it's, the task is too much, man. Yeah, it's the AFC. Just, just find Devontae Adams. And like <laughs> they kind of have to like win a lot more. Yeah. Right now, five and six, they have to win like every single game. Yeah, we'll try to do a research for in the schedule. We don't want to waste too much time looking into each team's but, schedule. Yeah, Colts with the bye week kind of benefited because a few teams lost, like the Bengals, yeah. the Raiders, the Jets, and Chargers. Okay. As so well. with the Texans, okay, you're saying Cleveland's a lock or no at seven and three? I think they or should. Or they're not, or because their offense now Deshaun Watson's injured and you don't know what to have. They're to seven and three, right? Okay, I'll they pull up their schedule. They're I'm gonna seven pull up, three. I'm gonna yeah, pull up their bro. schedule because they're the they're the highest seed. They had just they got the Broncos. They should have a good division. They're right? the Broncos. I could they could win that game. They have the Rams. At, c- sorry, at Broncos. Yeah. Okay. At yeah. Rams. Yeah. Jaguars. No, they, Jaguars will be tough. But Bears. Bears just should win. At Texans. Ah, that's fifty. That's a big one. Jets and then Bengals. They're both Jets. at Bengals and then versus the Jets. Jets should be a win. Bengals should be a win. Okay, so, um, so that in that case it could be like they're not, they're not a lock for you though. They'll be fine. So are okay. Are three of the wild card teams right now complete locks? You're penciling again. If you're a betting man, I'm putting these three three teams in a playoff spot right now. The Browns. You so that one's a lock, hundred percent, no matter what. Uh, at any point, not not the top seed. I'm not even saying that, but. Like, at one, two, or three wild card, they're the Browns are in. Okay, the Browns Texans, no. Texans is yeah. Um, the Jaguars game is gonna be a big one, and because uh, they could still win the division, which is yeah, crazy. it's the Jaguars game that'll be a big yeah. one. Other than that, I don't think they should be fine because that defense is legit too. That defense is really good. Steelers, they're not lock. They're not, but they'll finish eight, eight, and one, but they won't be a lock. Yeah, they're they're not a playoff um, lock, but they're a five hundred lock. But like, so are you buying the Bills at a playoff spot? Then that's the team that you're seeing again. Bills, here. Bills should be able to sneak, in my opinion. Okay, so for one of those two teams, because like some teams falling off really this weekend. Obviously, Bengals, Raiders, and then yeah, no, I'm talking no, like those guys are out already. Yeah, the teams that you're looking to fall out are the Texans and the Steelers. So you're saying one of those two teams will fall out. No, doesn't matter which one for the Bills for sure. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna say for sure. Well, like, no, not for sure. Like that, that's the team you're seeing. Like, okay, they will be in. Those are teams like they, those are teams that overtake. Yes, like like a sixty forty thing, ratio, like sixty forty. They're in. It's fifty fifty. It's the Bills. Man. Still fifty fifty. It's the Bills. Okay, <laughs> Denver. Before we finish off with the Colts, I think they're. I think it's too much for them. At five and five. Yeah, same with the Colts. I think it's a little bit too much. Colts are the easiest schedule though. That's true. One of the easier schedules. But we have Gardner Minshew. True. And man plays like... Man gives courts... Fa- Grover's first back in what, two weeks? Should be, yeah. But... And then Denver... Yeah, secondary. You can't, you can't, you're not confident in the Colts' secondary, right? Like, you saw Denver what Denver has a tough same. schedule remaining still. Denver does Because they have time. their divisional games. At the end of the day, Chargers are going to be tough. They have Chiefs, Chargers. They don't have Chiefs anymore. Oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're beat the Chiefs. It's Browns, Texans, Chargers, Lions, Patriots, Chargers, Raiders. Yeah, no. I so think it's all going to be tough. Lions, so you're, you'll give Colts the edge over the Broncos. I'll give Colts the edge over the Broncos. I'm not saying it's because I'm a fan. Yeah. Like, I generally schedule. do believe. Yeah, schedule. And then I do believe the Colts have the more talented team right now. Okay, so if you, okay, so. Like on field, not on, on paper, the Broncos are more right, talented. Let's project to the future. Your three wildcard teams are. At this moment, right at now. this moment, it's gonna go with the assuming it's the same divisional winners. Yeah, assuming the I'm same gonna go winners. with the Cleveland Browns, the Buffalo Bills, Houston or Pittsburgh, or Indy. I'd probably give it to. I'd probably give it to Houston. 
Okay. So I don't. I can't trust a Pittsburgh offense. I don't know how they're winning games. I genuinely do not know. <laughs> Where everybody's confused. I'm so confused, like how Pittsburgh has this record. Yeah. And the NL is the same three that are right and now. NFC. Oh, sorry, NFC. Same yeah, three. Same three. Okay. So yeah. Um, for me, I'm gonna go with. I I will say Pitt. Okay, I, I haven't looked at the schedules. If I'm gonna go with mine, I think the Bills will get in. I think I I, I can't see them not getting in. That's my like unless unless something goes wrong with injury wise. Assuming they're healthy or assuming the guys that are playing are still playing. Um, I think that's um, they're a, I'm not a lock I guess but like they're probably gonna get in it's just weird to say that they're not um, now Cleveland and Pittsburgh I think one of them gets in man I wanna be biased and say Indy over Houston because the one game but he, um, yeah I'm, I, I, might, uh, I might go Pittsburgh I might actually go Pittsburgh Cleveland and Buffalo who would've thought that like the final game of the season you know how they have like the primetime game I was like, okay, win an in playoff game, right? Could be Indy Houston. It could be Indy Houston. Yeah. Right. Like nobody would have ever thought that. Even like honestly, if the Bills are a win and in situation, no one would have thought that as well for the Bills. As so, well, yeah. Like you thought Bills. Like there would be a lock like the Cowboys in terms of a like fourth seed like, or a fifth seed. I mean, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's a win a weird season across. A weird, weird season. Let's get into Monday Night Football now. Super Bowl rematch: the Chiefs Eagles. The Kelsey Kelsey Bowl is back. And uh, I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be a weird one in my opinion. Is that Kansas City? I think it's at Kansas City. I think it's at Arrowhead. Um, I'm giving my edge to the Eagles just because I believe they've been the more consistent team, right? I think they've been better offensively than the Chiefs. And uh, yes, the Chiefs defense has been one of the best in the league, but the Eagles defense is also there. The defense is very similar to me, but. I'm going with the Eagles because I like their offense better than the Chiefs. Eagles, the thing the Eagles that had a problem at the beginning of the year is they didn't have a statement and went right. I've said that many times against the weak teams, but when they came to the top teams, starting with the Cowboys onwards or whatever, they destroyed. Cowboys did they barely beat the Cowboys? Um, oh, true. Sorry. Yeah, but uh, like, they were. But they, they no, were like, in control. They, they win the. Man. They win the games that they were supposed to win, right? Like, yeah. And uh, they beat the good teams. They beat Miami. They yeah. beat. Uh, Minnesota at that time they beat uh, the Dallas Cowboys and at that time the Patriots are technically were supposed to be decent <laughs> uh, Patriots are shit <laughs> but um, I went with the Eagles two reasons one your everything you said two um, for picks purposes <laughs> I, I went with the Eagles is because uh, uh, they're the underdog now they are a, a Arrowhead Taylor Swift is supposed to be there and we that's when tell, you know on paper they've been undefeated yeah goes off right I'm not gonna go too much into that pop culture shit but yeah but I won't I, I went with the Eagles I feel like this is their revenge game and they might they're gonna be motivated to win this game more bro the Eagles you need to use the same game plan the Miami Dolphins use right they completely took Travis Kelsey out of the game a couple of weeks ago and they and have the pieces to do it they do have the pieces to do it right like now you added in Kevin Byard as well yeah right so like you have that safety a safety could line up against uh, Travis Kelsey, right? Yeah. You have uh, decent linebackers, right? They're not, like, probably the greatest. Well, the Kobe teens decent. But, like, you're yeah. obviously, you're going to double-team Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Like, there's no they one They have else. no wide receiver. Everyone else, like, you could even put Darius Slay on him. Yeah. Like, they have no wide receiver that to the point where one of Bradbury or Slay could... T- go on Kelsey. One-on-one. No, no, I'm saying one-on-one on the other receivers. Yeah, they go, they're easily go one-on-one, and yeah. you double-team Kelsey. Right, like whatever Miami did and the Vic Fangio did on the on Travis Kelsey, 
Eagle yeah, just copy paste that game. Yeah. Right, right there. Because we saw what Mahomes couldn't Mahomes couldn't do shit in the second half. And then for me, the Eagles also probably more motivated to win this game. Rematch, yeah. Right? Revengeance. So, um yeah. So uh, we both got Eagles by a score probably close. Yeah, Hopefully it lives up to the Hopefully hype. Hopefully the shootout. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Like a 64. This game could determine um, Jalen Hurts MVP status. Like a 64-68 game. But this this game could be a Jalen Hurts MVP status game. right? Yeah, that, if Jalen Hurts balls out here. Yeah, because he right now it's between him and Lamar. Yeah. I think at this moment. Uh, very quickly before we move on to baseball, uh, sticking with football, but come north through the border, let's come to our home country. Upset alert. Upset alert. Montreal Alouettes and the CFL have stunned the Winnipeg Blue Bombers Winnipeg. with a late drive. Amazing drive by Cody Fajardo. I just tuned in after, I don't know which game was I was watching, but uh, I think it was after one of the, um, I finished watching Red Zone. And then um, tuned in and saw Cody Fajardo go nuts in three drives and win. So to the point where we were confused that why was Winnipeg kicking a ball like it was rugby? Okay, yeah. Well, I'm not even get to that because <laughs> I have like what the hell is going on there. Yeah. But Montreal Alouettes beat the best team in the w- East yeah. in the Toronto Argonauts then beat the best team in the West which is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers to win the Grey Cup. Blue Bombers obviously getting upset two years in a row. Um, Montreal's biggest problem from what I heard again I didn't watch much of the CFL uh, outside of some Lions games. Uh, was they beat the bad teams but not the good teams kind of like how it was like Miami's Miami right? reason but in this case they ended up beating the best teams and got it done so congrats to the Montreal Alouettes I think this is the first one since Anthony Calvillo yeah um, but yeah that CFL season has officially ended Amr Doman if you're watching this podcast somehow <laughs> or on, people yo. that are watching this open I know invi- Amr Doman open invitation <laughs> yeah, Amr Doman tag him on Instagram or Instagram to make it going by the way, Lakes Lewis, uh, I don't know who you are, Washington reporter, but you keep liking your stories. If you want to hop on the pod, hit us up. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get right into the MLB. Um, lot of finally we have transactions. That transactions. Happen. But before we get into those transactions, this is very quickly not a surprise. Garrett Cole, AL, uh, Scion, unanimous. unanimous. Kevin Gosman finishing third was a surprise, but that's about it. Um, and NL was Blake Snell again, not a surprise. Favored. Um, on the other side, MVP, first time I think ever we had two unanimous MVPs make sense Ronald Acuna and Shohei Otani. Simple as that, no, nothing much to get into. It was obvious, it was very obvious. It was over before it began. Yeah, I think the only debate of an award was NL Manager of the Year. Yeah, that was the only <laughs> like debate. That's it. Like, that was everything the only else, debate. like everything was locked. Um, in terms of reports, off the bat, uh, oh, f- sorry. Last NFL news, uh, Jets to pursue Devontae Adams in the offseason. Makes sense because he probably wants to get out of the Raiders. And yeah. Uh, let's start off with the news from today. Aaron Nola, the first big name in general to... Or first, uh, probably the first name. First the name first, in general. <laughs> first name in general to sign. And it was Philadelphia re-signing Aaron Nola to a seven-year deal reportedly worth $172 million. Um, as Jays fans, and from what I'm seeing from Jays reporters... Very happy we signed the Kevin Gosman deal like that because <laughs> it was pretty it's cheap compared to this. Yes. But Aaron Nola deserved contract. No, I'm not saying that at all. Um, you said the Yankees were interested. Yankees were interested. The Braves were interested too, I believe. So, if uh, yeah, Phillies, you need to get this done, right, just to get back in the mix for next year. But it's going to be an issue in a couple of years down the line how, if you're going to be able to pay Zach Wheeler as well. Because I think he's a free agent next year or 
in two years. Yeah, because Aaron Nolan does not have any opt-out, so you have him seven years locked up, but he has an NTC, a no-trade clause. So if you were to get traded, it's up to him, obviously. Um, he's 30, so 37 will be the last year of his contract. Uh, yeah. Was yeah, good pitcher. They needed to get it done, in my playoff opinion. Playoff pitcher, too, as well. And he's good in the playoffs. Him and Zach Wheeler, one-two punch for the Phillies. Right, they really needed that. Like, they're co-aces, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, the Phillies needed to get this done to, you know, to, uh, I guess, uh, re-emerge as uh, uh, NL favorites and World Series favorites in general. Yeah, a lot of, I'm not going to go through any of these, but a lot of uh, minor league signings happen. Of course, yeah. Like, minor <laughs> signings. Uh, Guardians traded starting pitcher Cal Quantrill to the Rockies, by the way, for catcher Wait, Cody Huff. Cal Quantrill? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Wow. That's a, I mean, I'm, I've heard of that name. That's yeah. A name. We didn't get a score alert, did we? Yeah. Well, That's I, why, because usually, if we're big names like Aaron Nola, we got score alerts. Yeah. Unless we follow, the, unless it's Blue Jays related. Yeah. But okay, I'm surprised about that. Yeah, because yeah. as I'm looking down, I'm like, that name sounds familiar. I'm going to talk For to you because you are, you are the bigger Cal baseball Control. guy. Cal Control. For who? Like uh, where? Rockies catcher Cody Huff. That's a good trade. Look, Rockies had some good pitching there. Uh, decent pitching there. Cal Quantrill is Canadian. You guys are going to watch the Blake pod. I know you guys are. I know you guys support us. <laughs> but with Blake saying that, like, because of the Bali sports deals, being like, because they're getting bankrupt and on Diamond Sports, I think, um, that players, teams might be, because the salaries won't be coming in I think in that's much. the reason. So it could be that they're, draw, you know, getting rid of pieces for cheap. And Bro, that, that's... This is how the Blue Jays will get better th- as well. That's a good pickup for the Rockies. Um, I, I don't know who the catcher is, Cody... Huff. Cody Huff. But Kyle Contrell, I know, is a good pitcher. He's a Canadian yeah. as well. well I and, know uh, that uh, Injury riddle season, but the year before, he was pretty solid. Okay, if I were you, I would trust you more with me knowing some of these names. Open, go to your score, MLB, click the transactions. I will let you lead on this because you know this a little bit more. But the other name, uh, I'll bring, other trade I'll bring up is the, uh, the Soroka trade. While you search, yeah, Mike the, while you look at the other yeah. names. Uh, Braves traded starting pitcher Michael Soroka, infielder Nicky Lopez, infielder Braden Shoemake, starting pitcher Jared Schuster, starting pitcher Riley Goins, uh, two White Sox for just relief pitcher Aaron Bummer. Is Aaron Bummer this good? I don't know. Did the White I Sox finesse the Braves that they got rid of Soroka as well? I don't know how much Soroka is making, so there's more to it. I have no clue because there's three starting people, three or four starting people, and two prospects for that. That one, yeah, I'm surprised. Like, is I don't think he was that great this year. Bummer, uh, bummer. Yeah, I, don't I mean know. the White Sox sucked in general. Yeah, White Caps, like White Caps, White Sox, White Sox. Sorry, no, no I said White Caps. Oh, you were, good. you were good. Okay. Um, yeah, I was like, White Sox suck. Like, what the hell do they have to trade other than Dylan Cease and, and Luis they're looking to trade him. Anyways, yeah, Dylan Cease to be exact. But yeah, look through that. Do you see, do you see any other big names there? Not really. Outside of Cal Quantrill. Yeah, not really that, like, you know, caught my eye. Like, Kyle Contro caught my eye. But other ones are, like, just, you know, decent role players that are getting moved. Um, These are all trades, though. Yeah. No, no one really signed as well. Like, none of the big names yeah. signed. Um, let's talk about the Jays, then, very quickly in this. Uh, two things that came out of the Jays talk. One, uh, they're going hard for Matt Chapman. As a Jays fan, do you think they're going to give him Matt uh, George Springer money? Because I don't think he deserves George Springer money. He George Springer deserved his money from us at the time. No, no. Not at all. Definitely. If you ever do that, I'm like, you guys are really, really missing the ball here, right? Really really swinging and missing here. If yeah. you're putting it into baseball terms because that's what Matt Chapman He's, does. He, his Matt name Chapman is the, swings and misses. His name is the one that is like literally on uh, wants to avoid. 
Get he is one to avoid, too. right? To like, be a big money too. Elite defenseman, we all acknowledge. Like that. I think he's like a one where like I think he might need like. I mean, I feel like there will, there will be a team that will offer him a fat contract because his defense is, is elite, yeah, it's and elite. he deserves it money. Is. Half the money he'll get is because strictly of the defense. Yeah, it depends on half of that money is the half the money worth the offense. You pay him for the defense, but you can't pay him for the defense and all. Like yes, he has a, he had like twenty plus home runs the the first year with the Jays last year. Swung he a miss a lot, but struck out a lot. First month struck out a lot. Yeah, outside <laughs> of the first month, yeah, we don't know. Jays are obviously going after big bats. They, I don't know why they're going to view Chapman as a big bat unless they're willing to spend money everywhere and go nuts. Just let the bank loose. Let the bank loose. Because it was disappointing, for sure, right? So, 100% disappointing. Like, I'm banking on a Vladdy comeback season. Like, not say okay, 2021. I'm not, I'm not banking on that. Huh? I'm not banking on Vladdy. No, but like you, you're so... If you were to pick, will Vladdy be the same or will he come back a little bit to what he was in 2021? Like, I'm banking on Vladdy to be bit. better than he was last year. Okay, yeah, you could say that. That's yeah. what I mean. You can't say like anything to 2021. I, I you can't. Fine, 2022, Vladdy. You can't bank on that. Kind of, yeah. You could say that, but like, you guys, 2022, Vladdy is way af- better than 2021. The thing Vlade. is, you can't even afford him to be like 2020. You need to, you need him to be 2021. Yeah. That's the issue here. Like Vladdy needs to be 2021, Vladdy again in order did, for this team to what win. What did Blake say? But when we asked him the Vladdy Blake's question? like, um, yeah, um, I think we asked him, do you pay him? He's like, not really, especially. No, after. no, before that, I was like, do you, do you think this is a true Vladdy? And he's like, I, I think he said he's no. He said no. He's like, he should be better. Uh, and then he, he thinks he 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 knows be better. he's better than this. And he like knows that. he's better than this. We've seen it. Yeah. Type of thing, right? He's like, he doesn't believe that this is a true Vladdy. The true Vladdy will be between yeah. 2021 and 2022, essentially. No, like, he's like, no, that's what he's projecting to, to be this year. Yeah. But like, otherwise, he has faith in Vladdy, obviously. Like, yeah. we're not going to. Like, I have faith in Vladdy too, but like, I'm not going to throw him away from nothing. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, there's two rough seasons for him in a row. Yeah. Um, Last big news of baseball that has come out and it's official. Oakland sports fans are look away because you already lost your football team. You lost your basketball team because they moved to San Francisco. And now you've officially lost your baseball team. Major League um, Baseball owners voted Thursday to allow the Oakland Athletics to move to Vegas, paving the way for baseball's second relocation in the past half century. I think the first one was the Expos moved to Washington. I think that's the, the Nationals. One. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not. I could be wrong with that, but I, I, there's no other one that comes to my mind. So is it going to be the Las Vegas Athletics? So I think next year they're still Oakland. Now. Is I mean, anyone going to show up? No one's showing up Because like, they still have the arena or the stadium for one more year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we forgot to, we sh- this is a question we should have asked Blake. We forgot to ask him about this. Yeah, but, uh, we did. Wow. We messed um, up there. But I think after that, they have to play in the like, minor league ballparks because their stadium ain't going to be ready until like, 28, I believe. Oh, wow. So 2025, 2026, and 2027, they might have to play in Vegas's or even Oakland's like minor league ball wow, or something. That's that's a long time. And if I'm Oakland, why would I show up to games la- next year, right? Why would Unless you? they come for one game, one specific game, go the find the off. cheapest the cheapest ticket. Don't don't even like showcase anything, just get it. Early tickets, pick a game as like a Oakland like Reddit page or something and just be like, "Okay, we're coming to this game. Give them so one last hurrah. That's it." Their last game of the season will be the will be the big one. I'm not even saying do that because that seems obvious. Pick a random games of the owners. I know, but I'm saying like... Because they could just jack up the ticket prices, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, like, but like... What if you book it? <laughs> can you, you, I don't think you could the book it. The only way the stadium is going to get sold is like if like the Angels play there or like San Francisco Giants are playing there for that one game. That's the only way their stadium is going to get sell out. 
with I visitor see, fans. The away team, yeah. Yeah, with the visitor fans, right? It's too late. They, they can't even protest anymore. It's already done. Yeah, so like they can't even, the protest is not going to work anymore. Yeah, I feel bad. You know, money, I do too, 100%. Moneyball money ball was legit. <laughs> like Oakland moved to Vegas, Raiders. Now we all know that Vegas is getting a basketball team. Oh, men's basketball team to be exact because they already have the aces there. But um, whether that be relocation or expansion, doesn't matter. Vegas already got a hockey team. The sports betting stuff, obviously, a, little, a lot of hypocrisy there when it comes to the betting side of things. But, yeah, uh, Oakland, farewell. I know you guys had some great teams back in the day from what I hear stories of. You guys had actually a good team a couple of years ago, literally a couple of years ago. A few years ago, yeah. The last Matt Chapman, Marcus Simeon years uh, the, with the guy on the Braves now. Uh, Matt Olson, Matt Olson, and like Sean Chris Murphy, Bassett. Chris Bassett was there. Yeah, Stephen Voigt, right? The Voigt, the new manager, the for the the Guardians' new manager. Yeah, Voigt, yeah. He was there, I believe. But yeah, um, rest in peace, Oakland. <laughs> rest, baseball. Rest in peace, Oakland baseball. Uh, hopefully, you guys can make it up somehow because your stadium was shit, though. <laughs> from what I heard, it was. It like, looked, no one, de- owners didn't care. They were dead set on moving to Vegas. Yeah, they already moved. Raiders to Vegas, so it made sense at this yeah, point. Yeah. But yeah, um, last couple of things, the non-tenders, the big name I believe we saw was Brandon Woodruff. Yeah, that is uh, because of entry. That, that's not because of ability. Yeah. Because uh, he was arguably... He was going to get Him paid. and Burns is like arguably like, you know, a top there in like the one-two punch in rotation. Yeah. When the when it comes to just, you know, when it comes to the, like when they're like good, like when they're on it, like Burns and Woodruff are up there in their one-two punches. Do you tr- uh, do you know if he's out the full year? I'm not sure year? about that, uh, but he was uh he was missed. He got they needed him. They missed him in the Arizona series because yeah. the Diamondbacks got got to Corbin Burns. Brandon Woodruff would have been the main guy that would saved you. So his stats were 46 and 26, 3.10 ERA, 788 strikeouts. That's his stats with that's, compa- that's that's good stats and those genuinely good stats no well, I'm gonna just double check if he's out for the year so he signed a one year deal last year at 10.8 which is one of those I think um like uh, arbitration type arbitration thing. yeah uh he went so he went sh- so he had shoulder surgery recently October 13 and, and uh, yeah shoulder surgery ex- no. expecting him to miss most of the year though yeah so now if you're a team for example, Jays fans, Chad Green deal. Now, granted, that's a relief pitcher, so ele- elevate the money a little bit. Um, do you sign like a two-year deal and hope he comes back the first year and then bank or like an option, right? Like how they did with Chad Green, the Jays? A club option, yeah. Club option or whatever and uh, then have him for the next year. Like I if I'm the Jays, I would do that, but if I'm any other team, like the Dodgers, do it. Dodgers. Especially. Dodgers need to do it. Dodgers Orioles need, need to, to do it. it. Arizona should do it. Like those are the like the teams that need pitching. The Dodgers mainly, because if, if you get Shohei, he ain't pitching next year. He's not, yeah. So this is a perfect cheap, one temporary deal. Then maybe extend him what he deserves afterwards, right? So like, the mean, Dodgers that, is a team I'm looking. And at to be fair team. to him, like yes, he's been producing good numbers for the Brewers, but like that's the only deal he'll be able to get. Yeah. Right. Like he's not gonna get anything. Like he should. And I believe in him that like you know like those prove it deals that like Simeon was on. And all these guys, Bellinger, who's probably gonna get a massive amount of money now, um, he, I think he'll be able to like you know elevate his uh, stock when those two years or a year and a half technically because he'll be out for the first half of the season. Now for sure. the Jays might be looking for a pitcher, and it could be Woodruff now because news came out this morning that rival executives believe that Jays are open to trading Manoa. 
I don't disagree with the fact that they were willing to trade Manoa, but I feel like last year, I, I, I do believe that's a blip. Now, do I think he's going to be Scion caliber? Maybe not, like how you said about Vladi, but something in between, right? Maybe like his first one or two years, how it was, right? Last year was definitely brutal. I don't know how much stuff is going on behind the scenes because, you know, getting caught, relegated, not relegated. Um, relegated. Getting, uh, essentially, cut, he did get cut. relegated. He got the, cut. He got, like, he got, he, well, cut means he was a free agent. I mean, like, he got demoted. Demoted, yeah. Right? So, Ken, this is from Ken Rosenthal of the Athletic, too, so it's a big name. Um, I still think you keep him, right? You got to see the true you value. You can't. If, you're, if it's a money issue, you keep him, and if you trade him at its highest value. You yeah, the thing is, the thing with this one is, you can't settle for him. Yeah, right? like he should be a valuable piece that should bring you something because he's so young still and he's shown that level that he could pitch at. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of at a difficult spot, especially what he did this current past year, basically. So the Blue Jays will be selling Manoa at a low point, but with the twenty-five-year-old still pre-arb eligible. There would be likely a strong market. So That's I know right. off camera we were talking about this. You, you believe you'll have a strong market. I still can't see that. It's it's difficult, right? Because like he has been so good. Yeah. Like this is his first year, his rookie year. He killed it when he came in. Freaking six shutout inning against the Yankees. Yeah. In his first game debut game in Yankee Stadium. Second year, Sayang candidate. Third year, yes, we don't. We hope it's a blip. Yeah. So, so there, the value is there. The youth is there. The money is going to be there because it's pre-arb. Yeah. Right? So the value should be there. His stock should be still good enough. It just matters about how much the other execs are going to look at his past past year performance. And I don't think that should factor in too much. If you have a top pitching coach like Pete Walker in another team, they should probably bring him in for sure. They, they'll recommend that. Because Ross Atkins did say that First of all, he came in shape. No, not came in shape. He looked like he was out of shape. He was out of shape, bro. I'm talking about right now when pictures came out, he looked in shape. Like Vladdy, how he lost weight the first year from the 2021 year, right? Um, He's saying that, Atkins saying that last month received injections on his shoulder to relieve discomfort because there's a lot of shoulder issues he had. But he said there was not any structural damage to it. He got it on his own. Kevin Gosman on the foul territory pod said last week that Manoa arrived to spring training with a shoulder issue and never got in a good spot with his arm and mechanics. Um, Atkins has publicly stated that Manoa has not asked for a trade, so there's a lot of rumors with that. Uh, he does feel like he, he, I do feel like he has earned already the right to have a strong leg up in the competition, a la Yusei Kukuchi last year. Um, we'll see what happens in the. Um, preseason because again we don't know which version of Brios we're going to get we're hoping what he, we got last year right okay. Brios was a blip that's one so struggle. we're hoping that now this will be the year to prove because that because he's proven many many times with Minnesota that he's a Minnesota top, key thing is Toronto class, now top class <laughs> pitcher he's proven in his first year in Toronto that yeah, was really good half year that he played yeah yeah. so, so I'm, I'm fine hoping, with Brios. I'm just hoping we go from that I'm fine with Brios I'm fine with Gosman I'm fine with Bassett Kikuchi yes there's still I'm a little bit concerned about because he hasn't really proven it before so here's as much. Manoa, we have to I still it. have faith in him. Because no one, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade him. Okay, so here's the thing: we're we need if we trade him for whatever reason, and we don't sign, we have to sign a pitcher at that point. We know that because there's a lot of good pitching arms out there. But Ricky Tiedemann, how much are the Blue Jays you think are banking on Ricky Tiedemann to come up 
and do what Manoa Nate Pearson from what he started double, before he got injured did. Double A is too is too far still. Is still he, no, is he on triple A now? But then he also had injuries that like kind of. Yeah, I think he moved to triple A now. The near the end? Wasn't he AFL MVP or something? Was it him or someone else? That was him. Yeah, so Arizona Fall League MVP. Arizona right there. Fall League, yeah. Um, it's not gonna be at the beginning of the year. No, oh, for sure. It's gonna be like a Manoa mid-season call-up. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not saying that he'll be. And that's only gonna happen if like you know Gos- injuries happen. Gosman goes down or someone like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. But you won't be surprised. Like, would you be surprised if Ricky Tiedemann comes in at some point next year, though? I'm. I'm hoping not. Reason being, let him develop another year. That, but like, the, and we have a healthy pitching staff. <laughs> the reason being, I want a healthy pitching staff. <laughs> yeah. Right. But you wouldn't be surprised if he gets called up. Let's just say Manoa. This is the true, not true Manoa, but he still struggles. Or Kikuchi struggles again. Then, yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see Ricky Tiedemann and see yeah, like, what he, he is. is. Can't believe we missed him in Vancouver. We did. Like, when we went, he just like, got called up. Just got called up, yeah. yeah we would have to be lucky to also see him, but... Arjun maybe it's you. <laughs> maybe it's your turn, yeah. Um, okay, that's it for baseball right now. So, we'll go into a couple of quick fire... The rest is kind of quick fire, but very rest quickly. Quick fire, yeah. uh, let's get into the NBA. First off, Draymond Green has officially suspended five games. We've already talked about it. We've already talked about it with Blake Murphy. We've talked about which WWE move he'll get suspended with next. Exactly. So you guys could vote, comment down below if it's the leg lock, if it's the attitude adjustment by Blake Murphy, or RKO slash suplex by you. Yeah. You also put a stunner in that clip, by the way. So who knows? Well, that was photoshopped. <laughs> a stunner is legit. A stunner is a good. That good one, shout. I could see that. A stunner is a good show. Um. Yeah, it's just not gonna be like any of those high flying moves. Like he's not gonna do a six one nine. Oh yeah, Wait, how yeah. would he do the six one? If he's on the announcer table, you know where he sub in. But even then, yeah, like, no, it's he, not like he can't really set up for that. <laughs> um, also, let's just react to NBA again or weekly NBA uh, reactions. Uh, in season tournaments are kind of coming to a close. We're not, we don't know any locks for the next round, but we know teams that are eliminated. I think like the Clippers and like the like the Clippers are a big name to be eliminated this early. Um, James Harden first win uh, hit a classic James Harden step back three uh, on the Houston Rockets on Friday uh, speaking of the Clippers though Westbrook has come out and told uh, coaching staff he's willing to come off the bench which is a big step which is what will save Westbrook's career in my opinion yeah um, he's he's fitting well with the Clippers in my opinion um, I think he really will excel in that situation but now with Harden well. on the team obviously his role diminishes Little but bit, yeah. this will also help him career-wise because he's only signed a one-year, $4 million contract. As well, So yeah. if this helps him, a la kind of Dennis Schroeder style, in a way, not to that extreme, though. Uh, you know, whatever team in the future that needs a p- true point guard, whether that be the Suns even, um, could help him out that way. Um, I still think he's a good player. I don't, I don't hate on the guy, but I just feel like at times his attitude issues kind of piss me off. Like he's, last year, he there. didn't want to come off the bench, right? So... And uh, it's just shooting. It's just shooting that he's learned. He's I, he's learning. That's the key I thing. I have faith here. in him now. He's learning now. I didn't have faith in him last year, but like yeah. end up what he did against the Phoenix Suns, you know, brought me back faith in Westbrook. Um, Even though they lost four one. But <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, rest of the NBA season though, very quickly, Chet Holmgren and Shea Gilgeous Alexander. How much time are you giving them to be like a top five duo soon? <laughs> Two years. Two years. Yeah, this year, next year. Chat's third year. Yeah. There's a sophomore slump. <laughs> it's real. Like, I experienced it with Scotty Barnes. It's real. Well, Luca didn't really have it. Well, Luca's different, <laughs> man. Luca's hey, actually Chet different. Chet could be that guy, too. Huh? Chet could be that guy. Hey, Luca's different. Chet's still American. Luca's not. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, your squad's a 6-7 right now. 
What expected? Outside looking in, kind of, but you're tied with other things. Uh, Orlando doing Orlando things eight and five. Miami's kind of shutting me up a little bit eight and five. I was confident in Miami. Well, hey, they could still drop off. Who knows? It's so is your so so can your Pacers? The Bucks nine so, and four. So can your Pacers? They already did. They're seven five now. They did. They're seven seed. They already dropped off. Yeah. What the hell? They got their ass kicked today. Wow. <laughs> but the the Magic hell? destroyed them. I think at least when I was watching, they destroyed. They're destroying them. Halliburton, what's going on? Yeah, they're seven and five now. Yeah. But uh, the no, the they pretty much flip flopped with the Bucks. Bucks are now nine and four. The Sixers are ten and three, and the Celtics are eleven and two. So the Bucks are kind of as expected. Good. They're the top three teams in the East. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Magic should fall. The teams that are currently out of the playoffs or out of the play-in. That doesn't um the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're out of the plans. No, they're in the plans. Sorry. I'm okay. They're yeah. in the plans. Or uh, I'm just looking at the playoff. Anyone that's out of the playoffs, I'm surprised that the Pistons are still two and twelve. They're on a. They're uh, bad. They're, they're on very a six. Bad. They're the, on eleven game. The losing Raptors streak. drop 142 on them. They're on eleven game losing streak. That's that team. The Raptors drop 142. Yeah. The Raptors offense. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're not eleven game losing streak right now. So they're two and twelve. Washington's ahead of them only because they have less losses, though. Right? Yeah. Charlotte is where they expected them to be. Right, Washington nine. is done. <laughs> they're, so bad. They're they already reported that they want to trade Jordan Poole. No one ain't taking that contract anymore. Nobody is taking that. The Warriors, yeah. sorry, the Poole should think that they want the championship and give him a contract. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um. Again, the biggest sell. Oh, Levine. Did we talk about it last time? We did, right? We did. We yeah, mentioned okay, so Levine. We didn't need to go into that much. Um, they're going to be the biggest seller. So th- there goes that. So the East is kind of shaping up how we. Expected well, the to top be a little bit, except three. for probably Orlando and Cleveland. Should those but should flip flop in my opinion? The Pacers, I had sixth or seventh in my prediction. Yeah, anyway. but like so, they're shaping up as as expected as we expected. Atlanta's at a six and six right now, but yeah, it's too early to tell, right? Yeah. Everyone has like similar. It's kind of starting to shape up in a way. Yeah, but the West. Let's go to the West. What is the West? Denver up there makes no. sense. Well, yeah, makes sense. Uh-huh. Your number one seed are the Minnesota Timberwolves at nine and three. Wait, they're ahead of Denver too. Their number two seed is the OKC Thunder at ten and four. The what? number three seed is the Denver Nuggets at nine and four. So by win percentage, they're seven fifty. Okay, so they ha- they haven't played enough games. Yeah, they're half a game back. They're half but, a game back. Uh, but yeah, no, Minnesota. One of the coaches that we thought would have been fired this year was Chris Finch. Yes, but Anthony Edwards has propelled himself into they're a top ten player this year. They're the best based off this year. He's, year yeah. he's playing like a top ten. Right player. now, he could be an MVP conversation. Him, so, Shea Gilgis Alexander, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Um, obviously, you have the Jokic and the Embiid and the and the Luca. Luca's back in the conversation again um, because last year he struggled. So, what was I gonna say? Minnesota is the best defensive team in the NBA right now. Makes sense. Rudy Gobert. As much as I'm not a big fan of him, but he can't take away his rim protecting ability. Cat is still the question mark. Can you still deal off Cat and help with other pieces in a way? Maybe. Um, but OKC being second, hey, I didn't think they were going to be second, but I think they were going to be them and the Pacers were the big jump teams of this year. And hey, Shea is that dude. He is killing. I'm him. happy he's Canadian. Someone tweeted this, and I agree with it. I'm very we're happy very he's happy. Canadian. Very, very happy. Because like that trade to OKC was the best thing to happen because also Chris Paul was on that team. Yeah, Chris Paul mentoring him in his second year. He was really good in his rookie year, helping the Clippers make the playoffs yeah. in the first place. And then Chris Paul mentor year in the second year. And then uh, obviously the OKC is going to have a lot of young talent around him. So kind of helps him out there too. So the rest of the, like, this one has more surprises than the in the East. 100%. Um, Four Kings, okay, not too surprising because they were kind of there last year. Dallas nine and five kind of dropped off from the beginning of the year. Still uh, there though. Sixth, they're the Lakers now at eight and six. 
seventh or the Houston Rockets kind of shutting us up more you because you were you were like they'll they'll fall back down. yeah they they're six and five uh the Phoenix Suns are now seven and six shit though because uh, Bradley Beal's out for three more weeks so, so we ain't seen the big three play yet. true the trio has not played together one uh, game Pelicans are six and seven and the Warriors are on a six game losing streak so they started off six and two they're now six and eight. Yeah, Steph being Steph injured. Steph was injured. Big keep for that. And for then sure. they, lo- they lost the. Uh, now they're losing Draymond. Draymond Green to temper issues. And yeah. Uh, Clippers 4 and 7. We knew that was a f- six game losing streak there. But I think they'll come. They'll swap with the Rockets off the they'll bat. They'll find a way. Um, And uh, how surprised are you? Memphis is still 3 and 10, though. Like, I knew they were going to be. Like, with Jaw out, I thought there would still be like 500. Play in. I thought that would be 500. I thought it would be the play-in still. Yeah, they're 3-10 and 10, with the Portland being 3-10 and 10, and the Spurs also 3-10. and 10. I think it might be too far back, you know. Um, Dylan Brooks is clearing out the issue, I guess. Yeah, Dylan he, Brooks is... You know, shout out Dylan Brooks. The guy's shooting a three-ball like he's still playing for Team Canada right now. The villain role. He is the true villain. Yeah. And play but LeBron yeah. almost... What if he made that shot today? If Dylan Dude. Brooks made... He would have shot the NBA up for like at least two days. Because Dylan Brooks It was way off up. when you look at the replay. Because yeah, yeah. the angle we see on TV is always a side angle. So it looked like, oh, is it going to go in or not? And yeah. Yeah, it was straight back, but obviously it was way off. Yeah. But if he made that shot, <laughs> that drama, the shit talk, that's, that that man would have shot on everyone. Yeah. In his press conference. Yeah. But like right now, how, do you buy that the Minnesota Timberwolves and the OKC Thunder will be one and two for a like One and two, no, but playoff teams, yes. Like you wouldn't, you won't be now based on what the season has gone so far early on, very early still. That they would be like, let's just say four and five, and by the time playoffs come, very possible because we don't know what those Suns are. The Timberwolves right? are still a team that they did this kind of last year, didn't they? Where they just fell off eventually. Yeah, they did. So that could still be. But the that case was also here. like, like Kat, they're obviously Cat was injured for like forty games. Yeah, that's but when Cat's not an issue this year. This, right year, this year is a different. This year, if Anthony Edwards goes down, they're missing the playoffs. They're done. They're finished. <laughs> right, so they, can, they can't have him. They have no offense then. They can't afford for him to go down. Yeah. Um. We'll probably do power rankings for NHL and NBA soon, but let's get to the NHL real very quickly. Canucks, as you mentioned, They're as you can tell, on. we added a little piece here on YouTube. So audio, go guys, go check over on the YouTube. The new partner, Ovechkin, a third member of the BTR podcast, <laughs> Alexander Ovechkin has uh, joined us. People are probably cringing because this should not be unboxed. We got this for like eleven bucks. That's all I'm gonna say. You don't need to know from where. <laughs> but don't, don't worry about that. Don't need to worry about our sources here, but. Because the box said like a thousand out of whatever, but like I'm the type of guy to like open shit like this. Now, now that I learned something, if there's more from where you got this from for cheap, then yes, go buy it, and then we'll try, you know, get the resale market going. The only reason, um, for we wanted it for this mainly. for set purposes. Yeah, for set yeah. purposes. Um, looks sick though. It does look pretty sick. Kind of looks, looks backwards though. That's the only problem. Maybe that's like why it's like eleven bucks. But I can see the Russian in this action figure. <laughs> but no, let's get to the league. Canucks, NHL Canucks, Canucks very quickly um, two game losing streak not two game losing streak you went on a two game losing streak against Phil, Philadelphia and Tampa Bay and after that you went on a, a, a six heater game win streak, I think. a heater so am I concerned no am I getting a little bit scared potentially no um, I mean we're gonna overreact this is our team yeah, right but so, cause we, we don't know what to make of this team thing, talk is said Taka said it best, but like I kind of disagreed a little bit because Taka said, you know, if you lose one, you don't make it two. Like good teams don't make it two. Yeah. My opinion is like good teams don't make it like five, three, four, four. Yeah. Right. Like the next game is a perfect game. You're playing the San Jose Sharks. 
right? If you lose that game, then we're in trouble. Then you play Colorado. Yeah, so it the could, Kings. It, it could easily become four. Sticking with that division, the Kings have two games in hand, and they're only at twenty-three points. The most underrated and under-talked about team. So, so we'll far, talk yeah. about them now. Yeah, the LA Kings. Quentin Byfield is finally coming into his own, right? Um, Cam Talbot, Pierre, Pierre-Luc Dubois. The trade's looking decent. Trade's now. looking decent. Cam Talbot is having an incredible year. Yeah, him. Like the goalie was a genuine question mark for them. Uh, Drew Doughty still Drew Doughty. Andre Kopitar still Andre Kopitar. Um, I don't even know if we're gonna see Brant Clark get called up or not because uh, they're playing so well. Uh, let me check if he is called up, but no. Yeah, he isn't because you still have Vladislav Gavrikov there too, killing it. So. Yeah, Gavrikov, their trade deadline piece from last year. Um, Yeah, their division is kind of heating up to what it's going to be now. Now, do I still think the Ducks will drop. The Kraken are 18 points now. Uh, I still think Edmonton's going to make the playoffs. I don't care what anybody says at this point. Like, it's... it's a Pacific Division is getting a little bit tougher now. You have yeah, Vegas. You have the Canucks. You have the Kings. You have the Kraken. Oilers. I'm still gonna consider them. Oilers. The Oilers. I'll still consider. Flames. Them. You could kind of Five write teams off there, but yeah, Flame, I could write off. You know the Sharks. Yeah, that's hundred percent. And the, we don't know what the Ducks are. Like yeah. we don't know. Leo Carlson's having a good rookie year. Like yeah, exactly. And uh, they still have good pieces like Zegris, Troy Terry. Jamie Drysdale. Yeah. Right. Like they still have John Gibson, but they have a rookie goalie who also might yeah. be outperforming him. So, yeah, the Calgary is the only one. I, I won't be surprised if they kind of get going a little bit either because it's Calgary. But like genuinely, like if Calgary's on a heater, too, if someone like some of these teams go on some heaters like Oilers and stuff like they're back in the mix. Yeah. Right. The only team that's really out is Sharks. Yeah, that's it. Like that's given. That yeah. was a given. Yeah. Um, Going up a division right now, Dallas is first. So my predictions there kind of look right. It's Dallas. You know what's a funny thing? Colorado and Winnipeg are the top three. You know what's funny thing about Colorado? Yeah. Like, uh, they lose bad. But the thing is, they also win bad. Big. Big, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they don't win bad. You can't. Yeah. So, like, that's why, like, people might not be concerned about Colorado because of that reason. Like, the different, if it was, like, they're winning 3-2 and losing 7-0, then it's a cause for concern. But The like, concern in this division is the Minnesota Wild. They're the sixth seed in the division. Right, St. Louis is ahead of them by five points. No St. one thought that. St. Louis really. is having good, decent. Arizona's four points ahead, and Arizona was like a weird team to root for. Uh, while the five, eight, and four, not great. Right, I don't know how Caprizo's doing. Not great at all. But yeah, uh, the cap is really crunching them, I guess. Yeah. And then um, East. The let's go. Let's go. I'm gonna go up in order. We'll finish off with the Atlantic Metropolitan. Philly's still second. Right, that's so surprising. Very the other surprising. surprising thing is our boy right here. You almost knocked him out. Not really. I just touched a stick. Well, he started <laughs> wobbling. Uh, cause it's on the look at the tilt it's on. <laughs> oh, this guy trying to get off. The uh, thing. Washington's third at nine four and two, and you know the thing is, this guy doesn't have many goals. Ovechkin. Not many at all. Right, and he's at five goals now and seven assists at twelve in fifteen games. Usually he's probably like at nine goals by now, nine ten. Yeah, he's older. We know that, but. You had them completely written off. Yes. So far. Yes. So far, they're shutting you up. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> Pittsburgh is... No, New Jersey's at sixth. So if you want to hear the standings, it's Rangers, Philly, Washington, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Devils, Islanders, Jackets. Wow. And we thought the Jackets are going to be much better than this, too, as well, based on their, yeah. some the pieces they added, right? With Damon Severson, Proverall. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Goodrow is getting... Uh, oh, He's bad. Yeah, and then Patrick Liney got scratched. Today. And Patrick Liney got scratched. So Columbus is still Columbus. 
Yeah. So like it's it's, it's Columbus like. Yeah. Um, Devils though at eight seven and one. Now Jack Hughes is back. That'll help. And he sure. scored already. Yeah, so he's probably back an MVP favorite. You know they had a blip last year early on. There was probably a blip again. They'll once they go on a heater, no one's gonna catch them. Because we we expect Philly and Washington to drop and to take their spots to Devils and Carolina, and Pittsburgh to be like fourth. Yeah. So exactly. We'll see how that goes. Ending now. The West, the Atlantic Division is kind of coming to form. Yes. Boston is still first. Now we. I'm saying like. Not our predictions because we were wrong right now. But Boston's all good. Boston's uh, uh, first. Florida's second. Maple Leafs are third and Lightning are fourth. Makes sense. And for many teams, that was a top four. We had yeah. Boston out for... Just for like ambitious. Yeah, we had Boston out Just for Just to Buffalo. change it up. Just yeah. to mix it up. Um, Red Wings now dropped to fifth because they were the heater team right now early on. Buffalo's a sixth and then Ottawa and Montreal are tied. For seven and eight, yeah, so Montreal came came down to earth too. It's kind of normal. It's kind of normal. Yeah, eh. Ottawa swept the Sweden series. No, nothing, yeah, um, nothing too surprising there, in my opinion. And then the big thing is, though, are the Canucks leading. Yes, they are still. Three Canucks are at twenty eight points each. Both, uh, and then you have Kucherov at twenty seven, Pasternak at twenty seven. But the surprising thing, a little bit, Kyle Connor leading the league in goals at fourteen right now. That as well. He's been. I'm on not a surprised. Heater. I, I'm a, he, he's, he's underrated for he's, sure. He's been on the heater. He's been underrated for a while. Yeah. I, Kyle, I Kyle like Connor's, Kyle Connor as a player. Kyle Connor is a good player. Very good player. And right now, tied with second is Kucherov, Matthews, Reinhardt, uh, Besser. But you know who's one goal behind those guys? JT Miller. Sidney Crosby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, JT. Yeah, those are the stats. Obviously, Canucks are dominating the stats sheets. But let's see if they're gonna dominate the wins, and hopefully, they dominate the Sharks today. And we'll see what happens there. Look look at the assists. It's wild. It's wild. (laughs) Yeah. It's like four out of the five are Canucks. The The top. Other guy being Kiel McCarr. So. Yeah. So that's the NHL weekly update for you guys. Um, make sure you guys check out the year. It's still going on. We'll get rankings still early and all that stuff. But let's move on to soccer. And we'll start off with... Uh, Just get rid of the U-17s very quickly. U-17s quick stop. Check out the yeah. Peter Glinda pod. We talked about it more, but very quickly, the last time we talked to you guys, I think they had the Mali game to play. Um, obviously, they got destroyed by Mali 5-1 by the time this comes out. Jeevan's already back home, which is a funny part. Yeah. So, but uh, check, like again, disappointing. Our very quick thoughts though, the development needs work, right? It does. Simple as that. The camps aren't there. We've, said, we've echoed it a lot. Now, watching a U-17 tournament properly... Because obviously we had the incentive to watch it as well. Um, outside of what four guys, no, in our eyes there wasn't. Um, this is again everything's our opinion. This is not. No one has told us anything. Um, and and you could, clearly by the Peter Galindo pod, you could ch- tell that we share the same sentiments. That like development needs to be made. Coach now, is not good enough. Coach isn't great. Good He's enough. Not good enough. Um, the camps aren't good enough. Lack of them now. Yes, funding's the issue. Figure that out. That's all I gotta say, right? There's, There's nothing, nothing much else to say. to say about like. Um, it's the same issues coming up, coming again and again. We saw in the women's World Cup. We saw in the actual men's World Cup, and uh, yeah, well, not even the World Cup because like with the men's Jap- uh, Japan, the first Japan game, men's right? Japan so, game, yeah. As well. But now, obviously, with Jamaica, um, big win there. Big win there. They, Tuesday is the next close game. Close to qualifying for the Copa America, which is massive. Yeah, but. Moving on to probably... The biggest story in soccer world Biggest right story in soccer. Everton, out of all the teams to get deducted 10 points for uh, financial... For one charge, by the way. For one charge, is Everton. Yeah. Now, did it spend big a little bit for their standards? 
Now, to be honest with you, we got to do our research more on this FFP rules or how they work. Because it isn't like a traditional salary cap either, right? Um, but without research, I'm pretty confident that Manchester City has not been following these FFP rules. 115 charges. Exactly. So if they got 10 points, Manchester City should be kicked out of Europe and then like relegated almost to the other relegation so <laughs> they go back to England they go to English League Chelsea's also in trouble too here Chelsea is too they spent they spend about a billion dollars in January last last uh, no this year actually this so Everton was handed the biggest sporting sanction in Premier League's 31 year history by the way on Friday for breaching a company's financial rules with a deduction of 10 points dropping the team into the next to last place in the standings now they were always going to be battling relegation anyways this just made it May, might make it impossible for them to get out. So, which means one of the promoted teams will be safe, most likely. And it's probably going to be Burnley. And then the club was found by an independent commissioner to have made... Canucks are falling off, man. <laughs> made a loss of £124.5 million, which is $155 million. Over three years up to the end of the 2021-2022 season, the league's profit and financial sustainability rules allow clubs to lose a maximum of $130 million over three and a uh, three-year period of face sanctions. Um, so, they fall 14 points to four with immediate effect. Uh, yeah. The immediate effect. They're in relegation. One charge. They got screwed over. And, uh, yeah, you guys can check out the report as well. Like Both Manchester City and reportedly Chelsea have been accused by the league of various breaches of regulations. They've been accused every time, so yeah. nothing sh- nothing happens to them. Two clubs, Middlesbrough and Portsmouth, have received points deductions in the Premier League since its inaugural season in 92, which is probably why Portsmouth dropped a lot then. Because I remember probably, Portsmouth, yeah. Portsmouth, was, Portsmouth was decent in the yeah, 2000s, late 2000s as well. Um, but yeah, um, you guys could check out the report too. Like We're not going to say the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> right? So... Um, if you want to have full detail, you can Google it. So, um, so wait, just to check where the standings are, you said Burnley's safe? It's actually Luton Town. Luton Town's safe? So, Luton Town's out of relegation now with six points. Sheffield's at five. Everton's now tied with Burnley at four. Wait, Burnley and Everton? Burnley's one win only. Burnley's last place? Burnley has one win. I thought one Sheffield was last place. No, they have five. They're one point ahead. Oh, wow. Never mind. Luton. <laughs> Burnley, you disrespected Luton. <laughs> I disrespected Luton. <laughs> you, just thought, you just thought it was like company. Oh, yeah, they might be decent. No, I thought Sheffield was like dead last. No, no. That's Sheffield's 1, 2, and 9. Burnley's 1, 1, and 10. Oh, wow. And then Everton, with the math on my top of my head, was 12 plus 2, 14 points. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, I guess I read that. That is, that is math. So they did. You are right. 12 Everton plus 2 is 14. Everton dropped from 14th to now 19th. 12 plus 2 is 14, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's. Soccer news for now. Yeah, we're uh, we no we covered like the surprises in the Peter Galinda podcast, so we'll just check yeah, that out. Yeah, we're not gonna talk much soccer yeah. this week, just because. Uh, one the one news we gotta talk about. It was all in the Galinda podcast. One news yeah. we gotta talk about we didn't talk about there because it happened this weekend. Norway is not part of the Euros anymore. Like they're eliminated. They're eliminated. I th- like the way you word it, like they're not part of Europe. Like, they oh no, they're not out. part of the Euros. They can, they they, they're not part of the, the Euros. No, that that's that's on that's on their star players, Odegaard and Holland. Um, you gotta get the no job excuse, done. Right? There's no excuse, right? Because like them. it's a Euros, it's not the World Cup. It's not the World Cup. Yeah, Bale led them to the World Cup, let alone Euros as well. Yeah, um, um, figure it out. And Ibra with Sweden. No excuse. Messi is a Ballon d'Or winner. This <laughs> proves it. <laughs> um, how much? Okay, so there's a lot of deba- people I'm seeing now, like you know, troll football and all that. Yeah, bringing it up. The Euro qualifiers are a joke. <laughs> the qualifiers through Europe are a joke. 
right? And this proves that column of bowl is the hardest qualifying. It is. It's like what? Out four. of all the things. You have to be top four. For World Cup, you have to be top four. And the I think everybody gets Copa America, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But now with the new thing with the Canada. Yeah, that's involved. different. But like you get top four. And the and fifth and battles the f- for Confederation playoffs. I yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's a, that's, that is tough to make. Like you have Uruguay, you have um, Argentina, Brazil. Cruise, no joke. No, they suck now, though. Huh? <laughs> well, Peter when, based when they were then, yeah, right, they were no joke. But still, Ecuador's decent. Ecuador's decent. Uh, I'm missing Colombia. Yeah. So it's tough. Oh, it's sh- tough. shout yeah. out Luis Diaz. Uh, his dad is released. I think I don't think we mentioned this. Yeah. And uh, he scored two goals. Uh, still balling. Colombia. <laughs> so still balling. His still his dad balling. Was emotional, obviously, after the game. Yeah. So yeah, but no. But going back to it, if you look at now, let's just say if Messi accepted the Spain. <laughs> uh, offer to be playing for Spain instead of uh, Argentina. How much of a head of goals do you think he's going to be? Because Lukaku got four goals today. Um, France won fourteen nothing or something like that. Gibraltar, yeah, yeah. So like, do you think Messi ain't going to pop off in any of the <laughs> against those? He guys? will, like, genuinely. Um, so how much do you think is like Ronaldo's w- stats are screwed? And I'm not disrespecting Ronaldo here. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to get into that because it's not Ronaldo's fault. But he's the point, Portuguese. The point we're trying to make is. Europe has shittier teams than South America. Because people, people they like may it. have some better teams, like you know, yeah. the, the Spains, the Englands, whatever. The elite or the elite. The, 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 but after that, it's a fall off. Yeah. Right? Whereas South America, right? Yeah, like se- six, anyone seven could teams. win, right? Like six, well, seven no, teams. I say anyone, but like six to seven. Like teams. I don't give Gibraltar a chance against France. Whereas I might give Peru or uh, Paraguay a chance against like you know, Argentina, a Uruguay or a Colombia or Argentina. Right. Um. Lost my train of thought now. <laughs> I was about to say something. Um, what was that? Yeah, I forgot. All right, guys, that's the podcast. <laughs> that's the end of that. No, um, how much? Oh no, because people are about to like. People always like to compare the the tournaments. They don't look at the qualifiers for anything, right? Because people are saying, "Oh, well, Messi's playing in the Copas. That's so much easier when he won the first one." Whereas Ronaldo, now, don't get me wrong, Portugal winning the Euros is a big story. I'm, we found Ronaldo. We're United fans for a reason. Um, but there's in that role, the Euros are harder. So, like, yes, as a tournament hole, you could argue that, sure. But the qualifying, but the qualifying process ain't... You're already there. You're there. Yeah. I get it. Copa, you don't qualify for, I guess. And even with the qualifying process, that means the group stage is already easier. Yeah. Plus, you have third place. Like, Ronaldo was a third place team. Yeah, they had three then. draws. Yeah, exactly. So literally three draws. <laughs> they did. They drew their way all in, the way. In a ninety-minute span game, they drew all their games but one against Wales, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the, uh, every other game was extra time or shootout win, but yeah, like it's not even like easier to qualify for the Euros. It's easier to qualify for knockouts. Yeah. So so like Copa. It's like this, it's, at the end of the day, it becomes similar. Like you see the best team face the best teams. Copa, you just see the best teams face the best teams from the beginning. And then you go. That's to, the only difference. And then you get World Cup, where like it's tough. Like Argentina had to come to the last day to qualify. I think they did first the last one or whatever it was. They had to beat Poland. I think was it for the twenty twenty two one or twenty eighteen? What do you mean? Yeah, both times. Yeah, because um, they had to be Nigeria. Obviously, they'll get upsets. They had to be Nigeria. Then they had to be Poland to make it through for this one. Oh no, I'm talking about the qualifiers. Yeah, even then too. Yeah. Like it was tough for them to like. They were like, like Brazil was the only lock at the yeah. It's tough, right? Because um, you'll get the rare upset in a Euro too, because North Macedonia beating Italy, no one expected that, and they beat them again it's, this it's, year. It's too, Italy. They've fallen off. Well, no, this was after they won the Euro. Yeah, so. no, that's true. So no one thought that, that was is true. the case though. 
But yeah, um, because yeah, we'll, we'll, um, we'll call it there. We'll call it there. That was a good day. We could we could talk about this. There's a debate this. for it for sure. Like 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 every topic we could talk about this forever. Yeah. But this one I know. Get we, us a radio show. Anyone watching? I know this one. Give us three hours. I know this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I know this topic we'll be probably talking about off camera. But yeah, that's pretty much it for today's pod. Make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. Check out the three videos we dropped Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We drop content for you guys. Right, this week might not be as big as last week, but we uh, but check out the MLB tier list or yeah, MLB tier list coming out this weekend. But uh, make sure you guys check out the NFL tier list, midseason rankings. Comment on that video. What do you guys agree or disagree with? We love to engage in the comments with everybody. Um, Peter Glinda, Blake Murphy. Make sure you guys follow them and check their workout. Check out those podcasts. They were great. Um, uh, we talked NBA and MLB with Blake, and then we talked soccer, Canada soccer, and European soccer with Peter. So make sure you guys check all that out. Uh, We'll check that out on our channel. And uh, other than that, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.